Hello everybody, and welcome back to Just Be, and today, we're gonna be talking about just being fucking still. Um, I feel like this is a great podcast for the day, because this past week, I didn't post, which, I don't know, some of you guys might have noticed, and this is because I've, I don't want to say... I want to say I've been I've been hurdling something and you know trying to overcome this barrier of mine which is being still. And being still is something that has been important to me and I feel I just got out of yoga and I it just reminded me so much of how excited I am to start doing yoga once a week with my mom or more if I feel like it but once a week to start, just to get back into it, but I just missed being still so much, and for me, yoga is something that it's never, you know, my my mom teaches me yoga, and my favorite has always been yin, and I'm a big fan of the slower classes because for me, my entire life is on, like, high mode, you know, I do when I'm craving, you know, um, fast-paced something. I, I mean, I've, I've gone to hot yoga classes that I've really liked, but it's just a, it's a mood to be in, and for me, yoga, I'm such a baby yogi. Um, <laughs> I've been doing it, you know, for years, and I, it resonates with me so heavily, but in reality, I think that a lot of people get into yoga from like that fast pace, you know, like I want to, I want to sweat, I want to work out and like, I want to go to this hot yoga place and I want to do these crazy poses. And for me, I resonate with like the core values of yoga and, you know, Buddhism. And for me, it, I've found comfort walking into a yoga studio and doing that breath work because, you know, I love lifting, and I love running, and I'm going to talk about, you know, a lot of running stuff today, because it's kind of a life update too, but everything I do, and, you know, it's, this is a bigger conversation than just fitness, but everything I do is on high mode all the fucking time, and for me, yoga reminds me to be centered with my breath, and obviously, you know, fast-paced yoga, we're able to kind of, like, push our bodies like that because it's a connection with the breath, but, um, and so at this point where I've been doing, you know, the slower-paced yoga and I really like it, I, I do yogic breaths while I'm running. I do yogic breaths while I'm at bespoke, you know, doing cycling, you know, I can, funnel that into different things so I can walk into a hot yoga class and for me that still feels slow and connected with my body because I'm able to connect with my breath. Moral of the story though, that's just not necessarily what my body craves when I crave yoga. When I crave yoga, I crave yin. I crave just connecting with my breath and today was such a great class. I got to do it with Nevaeh and Christine which was so nice Um, and I feel so good and my mom actually read me a poem. What well, read us a poem? I think read me a poem. Read. I felt like she read me a poem because 
Jesus, I needed to hear it so much. And like, I was, I was, I mean, with yoga, you're like, I, I sound so, I'm, I'm like literally getting emotional right now talking about it just because like I have had such a hard time since I've come back home. And this is basically what this is about. And this all stems from, you know, my need to constantly be doing something. And I've had such a hard time, you know, since I've come home. Before I read you guys the poem, I guess I'll talk about this a little bit. But um, I've had such a hard time. I came home. I didn't have a job yet. I was freaking out, you know. Um, and obviously, I figured it out. I did everything I could every single day. But it just felt like what I was doing wasn't enough. And, you know, like, obviously... In, in my life, in your life, like, you know, I feel like a, just a common theme just generally is that perspective is everything. And so, you know, one thing that helped me a lot was, you know, it's expressing how I feel. It was, it was a feeling of embarrassment. You know, I came home. I didn't want to be around my friends, my family, like my, anyone, anyone. I didn't want to be around anyone because I felt so embarrassed, like immediately, like, I came home and I didn't have a job and you know like it feels obviously you know comparison kills and I'm comparing myself to all my friends who have had you know great jobs or they make great money and they've had like consistent it's just like it's consistency and it's just something I crave so heavily I always have and like life is inconsistent and you know you get dealt cards and you know mine have been the opposite of consistency and so like I just always crave consistency so you know, coming home and not having a job was just, like, a slap in the face, and I was doing everything I could, but in my heart, it was just, like, this feeling where I'm just, like, I am not enough, you know, it was a, it was a really sucky, you know, past few weeks feeling like this, and also feeling really alone in it, and just feeling like, you know, I don't even want to be around my friends and family, because, I felt, like, embarrassed, and then I would, like, and then I finally, I called Marley one night, because, you know, it's so, it's so easy to talk to her about this stuff, because she balances me out so well with this, you know, she has taught me the value of, like, just fucking relaxing, you know, um, and, because, you know, you go to college, and, this mindset of mine that I've been living my entire life, like, slaps you right in the fucking face, you know, it's like, if you cannot, like, take the time to relax, and I knew this was gonna be something definitely a hurdle to, you know, overcome when I went to college, because I saw it during COVID, you know, you get all your work at the beginning of the week, and, you know, you could either just manage your time correctly, and, you know, be like, I'm gonna put aside this much time or you could get bogged down in the fact that you have all your work in front of you at the beginning of the week and you could work yourself to death and you could not be productive because you know that's what happens when you work yourself to death and it's never productive and you know you're not taking the time for yourself and so you're not like getting your juices flowing you know with your leisure time I knew that was going to be an issue and it, it was, you know, sometimes I would get just so overwhelmed with my work that I would just sit down for, like, 14 hours straight and just do work. 
which is so not okay you know what I mean and then I would get like so upset with myself and like Marley was just like always there for me and reminding me you know Kaylee talk to yourself the way you would talk to me like if I ever felt like this would you call me lazy like Kaylee like she just the last thing that like and this is you know when I finally like you know took some time to reflect on this and was talking to you know all like my people about how I've been feeling or whatever they were like, Kaylee Pierce is the last fucking person on the entire earth that anyone would call lazy. Like, at all. Like, lazy would be the last thing to describe you. And I do know that in my heart. You know, I'm a hard fucking worker. And, like, it just took a lot out of me to reflect on, like, that moral of mine. I don't, and obviously, like, I've done my personal reflections and found out, you know, where that came from. But it's like, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, this is, like, this is how much shit I've given myself, you know, for, I I just got through freshman year of college, right, I come home, and it's been three weeks where work has, you know, been slow, or maybe one week I was looking for a job, you know, doing everything in my power, right, and I'm looking at myself, and I'm feeling, like, worthless, and just so shitty about myself and I'm like so if I'm treating myself this way you know let's look at my relationships and be like what is this value done to relationships I've had and that has been really 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 revolutionary you know this thing that I see within myself and how much harm it's done to beat myself down about taking leisure time for myself and being able to relax, you know, where has this value taken my relationships? Because this is clearly a really, really ingrained value of mine. And so that was, it's been a, it's been a hard few weeks. Like, Um, and I mean, I'm saying this now and kind of talking about this now because it's just so interesting, you know, like moving forward, just hearing what everyone has to kind of like, and and just like evaluating the people around me that I surround myself with. And, you know, a lot of the reaction I feel like you get from society, you know, that's not a, that's not a struggle, you know what I mean, that's a great, that's a great trait, you know, you're driven, and it's like, it's that mindset thing again, and it always comes back to this, it's like, you can be driven, and you can also take the time to relax, you know, it doesn't mean being driven, and being a self-motivated, and, you know, punctual, and, and all these things that I resonate with so heavily, does not mean that, I cannot also value leisure and also value, you know, the things that, you know, make my inner child smile. And it's really funny because, you know, my parents are both just, like, so different and I think it's so funny. I guess this is a good example. Marley has a bad back, right? And she's like, 
she know like I, I've talked to her about how my bat dad has a bad back and my mom teaches yoga and you know she knows more about like the holistic side of healing and what stretches you can do and you know where you can target it on your back and what's like gonna implicitly kind of get those back muscles um with a different stretch and my dad responds he's like you know in reality you're gonna have to strengthen those muscles and it's gonna be a little uncomfortable and it's gonna be a little bit painful and it it might hurt your it might hurt you a little bit you know and I don't know if this is a good thing. I don't know if it's a bad thing, but I have, you know, degenerated discs. They're all fucked up. And at the end of the day, like, ooh, that's a beautiful blue jay. Wow. Sorry. Um, at the end of the day, I know it's going to make me feel better in the long run. I know that what I'm doing is right for me in the long run. So if I have to strengthen those muscles around it and... If I strengthen my core, eventually having that core strength will make, you know, my back, which is also my core, strong, right? So it might be a little uncomfortable, but you know what? Do it anyway, because discomfort is not, you know, and and I think that this is, I, this is a separate thing that I've, I also read a quote recently that's like, your, your metric is not always what to go off of you know if you've always been super passive then being direct is going to be really uncomfortable but that doesn't mean that being direct is a bad thing and also like I don't know this is it's this is just feeding into so many different things but if you ever listen to the song um Marjorie by Taylor Swift it's like never be too kind but forget or never be too something and forget to be polite, you know, like, she does that, she has, uh, she says it a few times in her song, that's a wonderful song, but I've been doing a lot of thinking about also that, and, um, it just all comes back to, you know, a lot, a lot of the times in my life, you know, I love, I love making myself uncomfortable, I like throwing myself into stuff and figuring it out, you know, just because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean it's wrong. And, you know, that's why, you know, in the job I got, yes, I got a job, guys. Um, we all, we had a happy ending. I actually have two now, which is great. Um, but uh, in my job, you know, I've never served at a restaurant, like, as, you know, fancy as the one I'm doing now. And, like, I don't know what a Manhattan dry, dirty, perfect blah, blah, blah is. And, bitch, I'm doing it, because, like, it's uncomfortable, but I've never done it before, so my metric is gonna be a little off, like, I'm gonna be a little uncomfortable, and eventually, I will get there. At the same time, you know, my mom's response, so I texted both of my parents when Marley asked me, um, I have this blueberry tea right now, I'm gonna try it real quick. Wow, that's phenomenal. Casey McGowan, um, she was at coffee when I got it, and she was like, you have to tell me how that is, so I'm gonna text her after this and tell her it's good, but, um, my mom's response to the text that I uh, about Marley's back hurting, she's like, if it hurts, do not push it. Like, do not push it. Just do what you can, stretch it out, and eventually you'll be able to do more. And I texted Marley, I was like, all right, here's the thing. My parents are like polar opposites in this, in this realm. So um, if I were you, I would mix it. <laughs> I would do a little bit of stretching, don't push it, right? 
If it's a little uncomfortable, you know, do a little bit more each day. Um, but you know, it, it might be, it might be uncomfortable when you're strengthening it at first and eventually you'll build that strength and it will feel better. And so it's funny because, um, you know, that, that like yin and yang type of thing is, you know, what I struggle with so heavily. Um, and I'm not chalking that down to my parents and their values. Like it was just funny how they responded. Cause I was like, holy shit, you know, obviously it's so, like, we're so complex, I'm complex, and it's wonderful, but, you know, it's so funny, because that's the struggle I deal with every day, and so, you know, I was working, and doing school, and every second of the day I had something to do, and, you know, I say that I really like yoga, and I align with a lot of the values, but I am physically unable to be still, and when I have the chance to be still, and have two, three, maybe even, ah, so scary, weeks of leisure time, after I just come back, came back from school, um, I throw all of my values away, right? Everything in the trash. All I'm doing is waking up, freaking out about not having a job, trying to find a job and going back to sleep for three weeks straight, all of my values out the fucking window, and, uh, like, I looked at myself one day, and I was like, who said this to me? I think it, I think it might have been Marley when I called her, freaking out that day, when I finally was like, I need to talk to someone about this, um, she was like, so you're spending time with family, right, and, you know, you're training for the road race, and you're doing all these things, Kaylee, working is not the only thing that's important to you, you know, so yeah, you might not be working this second, in one week you will, God help us all, like, you will be working in one singular week, but for now, you know, take the time to align with the other values, and I was like, oh my god, every value that is important to me, I wasn't thinking about it, I was avoiding my friends, I was avoiding my family, like, i did not, like, it was just, like, it was just this, I just felt so shameful that it just over, over bared, that's, like, not the word for it, but it, like, just, you know, tackled me. This value tackled me and, like, would not let me get up until I looked at myself in the eyes and I was, like, so why haven't you, you know, you love reading, and you've been home for three, you haven't picked up your book once, you know, um, it's like, why are you not doing anything for yourself right now, you have leisure time, use it, you know, why do you feel like shit, and so I, oh, now we'll talk about the poem, now that I've kind of explained to you guys how it just feels right to talk about this today, I knew I kind of wanted to talk about this, but I was in Shavasana at the end of yoga. I felt so good. I let my mind be still, you know, for the first time in weeks. You know, I haven't taken time to meditate. I haven't taken time to stretch, really. Just stupid little stretches before my runs. And, um, wow. Like, yoga felt so good today. 
to just stretch. It was yin, my favorite type of yoga with my favorite people. Like, it was awesome. And then me and my mom recorded something. I'm going to make her a little reel to put on her Instagram. She's going to start doing reels. And um, she read this at the end, and I was just blown away by it. I was like, I need this poem. And I'm going to read it to you guys. Um, maybe, a little, maybe a little cornball because, you know, I'm reading a poem to you, but it's okay. It's called She Let Go by Sapphire Rose. She let go. She let go without a thought or a word. She let go. She let go of the fear. She let go of the judgments. She let go of the confluence of the opinions swarming around her head. She let go of the committee of indecision within her. She let go of all the right reasons. Wholly and completely, without hesitation or worry, she let go. She didn't ask anyone for advice. She didn't go to a book on how to let go. She didn't search the scriptures. She just let go. She let go of all the memories that held her back. She let go of all the anxiety that kept her from moving forward. She let go of planning and all the calculations about how to do it just right. She didn't promise to let go. She didn't journal about it. She didn't write the projected date in her day timer. She made no public announcement and put no ad in the paper. She didn't check the weather report or read her daily horoscope. She just let go. She didn't analyze whether she should let go. She didn't call her friends and discuss the matter. She didn't do a five-step spiritual mind treatment. She didn't call the prayer line. She didn't utter one word. She just let go. No one was around when it happened. There was no applause or congratulations. No one thanked her or praised her. No one noticed a thing. Like a leaf falling from a tree, she just let go. There was no effort. There was no struggle wasn't good it wasn't bad it was what it was and it is just that in the space of letting go she let it all be a smile came over her face a light breeze blew through her and the sun and the moon shone forevermore loved that i feel like that was so important for me to hear because while having such a hard time and kind of just struggling with this mindset that you know doesn't allow me to just relax and enjoy my leisure time it put me puts me in a mindset where I feel that everything has to be calculated and obviously you know the the planning and the calculations of it all has been essentially the you know what has just driven me you know Everything needs to be calculated and planned and all this stuff. So, you know, what I've kind of been trying to tap into more, which I've been doing for a while, you know, this isn't just of recently, but it's like, all right, do I feel like journaling today? Do I feel like reading today? Like, what do, what does Kaylee feel like doing, you know, to be a, you know, happy person and a, yeah, a mindful person no that doesn't mean that I have to for my godforsaken plan to just be this awesome person right always I don't have to fucking journal every single day it's not what calls my name every single day you know I do like journaling 
when I'm overthinking and, you know, when I feel like doing it. But no, I don't feel like journaling every day. It's just not something that resonates with me necessarily. It's wonderful when I get to sit down and journal. Um, and it's, it's so fun to look back on. But it's not something I do every day. It's not something I feel I need to do every day. I love doing it when I do it. But it, my entire it's been like you have to sit down and do this to be this type of person. And same with reading. It's like you have to sit down and read before bed. I, sorry, I don't like reading before bed. I don't. Sorry, it's not something I like to do. When I want to go to bed, I've been better at, like, putting my phone down or... I'll, sorry, I know it's not great for me. I like just, you know, scrolling a little bit and looking at my reels and going to bed. I don't really know. Like, when I get into bed, I want to go to bed. I don't like reading before. And most of the time, I fall asleep. I do. And I like being more awake when I read. And so... But it's like, to be this person that you need to be, Kaylee, this is the end goal, right? Um, you need to read every day. You need to read before bed every day. It's like, I don't like reading before bed every day. So, bitch, don't fucking do it if it doesn't resonate with you. And it was so, oh my gosh, this was hilarious the other day. I don't even, you know, you don't, there's so, it's just, it's honestly, it's funny because... I've been talking about this, and I've talked, I talked about this with Deirdre, and, um, I, and she's like, okay, Kaylee, like, just, just read, you know, if you're bored, you know, why don't you go home and read and play guitar and relax, I'm like, you're so right, I'm gonna go home and finish my book, and she's like, okay, Kaylee, um, how about you just go home and read, you don't need to finish your book, you don't, you don't need to do that, you can just read, you can just pick up your book, even if it's just a few pages. You can, you don't need to finish it. And I just don't. We just started dying laughing. I'm like, what? Like she's like, there's like some like who like who's in the back of your brain? And I'm like, I don't know, dear. Like this is just hilarious because it was so like we just looked at each other. And I was like, I didn't even realize. Like we just the whole conversation was based around me just like being able to just come to just relax, and it was just so silly it was really silly um and yeah I don't know that's just like kind of been that's kind of been what's going on recently and I don't know and so I think that moving forward I'm not gonna make a plan my plan is to be conscious about how I speak to myself and how I speak to others and reevaluate this value of mine and perhaps like make new words to kind of you know I don't know I don't know like look at look at my values of you know dedication and hard working and all these things that are important to me and perhaps find their antonyms that I crossed off my list and do some things that you know, counter that a little bit, um, to find some more balance, you know, and create a habit of just creating a habit of knowing that I don't just need to be that, 
I can be whatever I want to be. And if, if something I value so heavily is hurting me and making me feel like shit, then maybe it's time to reevaluate that value and take a closer look at it and just speak to myself kindly and, you know, create kind affirmations to kind of, I don't know, just, just, just give me myself a little bit more balance because God knows I need it. And it's so important to take time for yourself and just relax. Um, and yeah, so besides that, um, I've been training for the road race and I have this little, this little plan of mine and what I've been doing is I did get a Rockies membership, like a membership to the gym that I go to. I've been going in like once or twice a week and kind of just messing around. Like if I feel like, you know, doing one part of my body one day, then I'll do it. If I feel like doing something else, I'll do it. One thing that I am trying to definitely stick to though is just strengthening my legs. Just a little, like little light, you know, keeping my quad strength there because it is important to, you know, strengthen the muscles that are supporting you when you're running, you know? And, like, running is such a great exercise to strengthen your muscles, but at the same time, it's good to be implementing a little bit of it all. And I, and I really do like lifting, and so I do want to keep that, you know, in my life still and do it in a way to support me. I'm not strength necessarily like strength training anymore but I'm training to you know help me a little bit in my running which is exciting it's something new for me and like lifting has always been a fun activity for me so that's how I want to that's how I want to lift right now which is super exciting running has been super fun for me obviously the first two weeks um are not so fun (laughs) I do I was doing um was I doing? Oh, I was doing five miles a week in the beginning. So I did five miles, five miles for two weeks, and then I bumped it up to 10 miles a week. And so I'm entering my second week of 10 miles. And from there, I'm going to see how I feel. I don't know how I'm going to feel after that. Um, If I maybe want to do another week of 10 or maybe bump it up to 15. But eventually I would like to do 15 miles a week and yeah, so 10 felt really good last week. I, hey, this is actually really exciting. I ran a 5k and I didn't even know it. And it wasn't fast. I've been running super slow at my own little gentle pace. And it's been great. You know, it's honestly, my dad was like, it's honestly just like a meditation for me. And he, he was joking around. He was saying like, you know, I should probably, you know, find something else that feels like meditation to me because I need to meditate more than I run (laughs) and um you know I just it was funny because of course Mike Pierce (laughs) would find um running his meditation he's like I should run more you know and um so now he's doing like the 10 miles a week with me and um yeah we've just been doing been running a lot together and just getting ready This is actually super exciting for me because this is the first time I've been wanting to get into endurance running for a really, really long time because I do really like running. I love the way it makes me feel, 
but I've never really um, been in a place where endurance running was, you know, necessarily the thing for me at the time. Because, like, when I when running used to be important to me in a different way, it was when I was doing field hockey. And in field hockey, it was like, run your fastest fucking mile and show me what you got. And so that's a different type of training. You know, that's like, that's like, but did you die type of training. And that was fun while it lasted. But genuinely, I just, I want to be able to bang out like 10 miles. I think that's so badass, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's like super fun for me. So the other day I ran a 5K and I didn't even know it. It's 3.4 miles and I felt so good. And I think I'm about to, I'm, I know I'm about to run three miles right now and it just feels really good to me that I can, like, do three miles. It's not fast, but I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't want to go fast. I don't, I'm, honestly, my dad wants to, it would be nice, right, to run the road race in under an hour, right? That would be wonderful, and honestly, I think by that time, I think I might get there implicitly just by keeping up with running, but that's not, like, my goal. My goal is to get that shit done and feel good about it, you know, be like, oh, easy breezy lemon squeezy, um, because, like, you, you still get that feeling, you know, after you run, it's, like, it's just all the endorphins are pumping, sweating, it's wonderful, but it's not like I just died because I don't need to, you know, I'm not trying to win the race, I'm just trying to run it, you know, last year, last year I couldn't even get through the whole thing without stopping and walking, and you know, not saying that this year, God, I'll probably walk a few times, but I want it to, like, feel good at the end, you know, feel just completed, you know, and, um, so that's that, I've been really loving it, it's been teaching me a lot of lessons in itself, you know, um, especially in the beginning, me and my dad, I think it was, like, the second, it, it, not I think, it was the second week that I was training for it, and, I just wanted to do one mile that day, and my dad was like, mm, no, we're going to do two. I was like, oh, okay, well, looks like we're doing two. And um, I was dying, right, because naturally I was dying. And I had just finished Untamed, which I talked about, I think, in the last podcast. And um, Glennon Doyle's affirmation is we can do hard things and so I was like on my run I I didn't have I had everyone's in for like five seconds but I ended up taking them out and just you know connecting with my breath and stuff and me and my dad just had a conversation about how running was like his you know meditation and so I just you know kind of funneled that energy and I was like, oh, this is not fun. Like, I'm dying. And the only thing that got me through that run was that affirmation. We can do hard things. And it's so true, you know. I I was in my head kind of battling with myself. I was like, you know, I'm a healthy, I'm healthy and I'm young. And not, you know, I'm so lucky to be able to be running. The fact that I can run. And let's put myself in a different position, like, one day I'm not going to have 
the chance to just stop. Like, right now I can just stop, and I can make it easier on myself, and I can just walk, right? But, like, sometimes you don't have that option, and some people don't have the option to just stop, you know? I'm grateful that right now, in this moment, I can stop if I want to. Not because I need to, because I'm fine, we can do hard things, but because I want to. I can sit here and I can stop, and I can walk or I can run. Some people don't have the fucking luxury to do either, you know? So channel that gratitude, and I did that. I did it, and it felt fucking awesome, and, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know, I think, and then also, um, my mom the other day, she was, she had to go in for surgery, and she couldn't eat, and she was, like, the only thing getting me through this is my gratitude, and honestly, like, when I go on longer runs, and I'm like, oh, I want to die right about now, um, I just think to myself, I'm like, you know, let's funnel that gratitude, you know, I have, my legs might hurt a little bit right now, but I'm so lucky that I can train them to not hurt when I'm running those seven miles, you know, like, I'm lucky that I'm, I had the opportunity to figure out how to connect with my breath, you know, what would running look like if I didn't know how to do that or value that, you know, there's so much to be grateful for, and, um, I think, overall, even though that might seem a little bit disconnected, being still and listening to my intuition and being okay with just being here is going to lead me in the right path and is going to leave me feeling fulfilled because fulfillment is always something I've chased and I've always thought that that had to be this calculated thing and I've recently learned that that is not the case I do not feel fulfilled by this you know crazy mindset where I feel as though I have to be a crazy person and you know be going a million miles an hour to do things. No, it doesn't make me feel fulfilled. And it actually is doing the opposite for me. It's making me feel like ass. And it's making me feel like I'm not enough. And it's making me feel like I'm not worthy if I'm not running a million miles an hour. And actually, as my mom said, when I freaked out and I, and I, and I feel like I've mentioned that I've been talking about this with a lot of my people, but it's because I felt like I had to, because I was, I, my first, you know, instinct was, I'm embarrassed, and I don't want to talk to anyone about this, but that's a hurdle that I had to, you know, overcome. But my mom was like, you're going to have a heart attack by the age of 30, you know? Uh, and she's so right, <laughs> because um, that's, this is not, you know, the way I have to live, and it's not the way I want to live, and I have control of that. And that's beautiful. In the same breath, you know, you know, I also, I do say it's a blessing and a curse because, yeah, having the drive and motivation and I'm not going to fucking give up until I get what I want, that's an awesome thing. But it's not so awesome if it's not balanced out with, you know, 
the opposite end of the spectrum. You know, it's all balance. And so, obviously, there's a way to stay true to me and be who I am and have that drive and have that passion. Do everything I fucking can to get to where I need to be. But I'm not going to get there if that same value is, like, filling my brain with (laughs) toxic thoughts about myself when I'm not doing that. Because life is not, life is not always going a million miles an hour at all, (laughs) you know? And sometimes it has to be, right? And you figure it out, but when it's not, don't push it, you know? Like, that's, that's, that's the big, biggest thing, too. I feel like I have to learn, like, don't push it. You had these three weeks for a reason. This happened for a reason. And it did. You know, like, I'm sitting here and I'm talking about how this value that I thought was, you know, was me. And I'm sitting here and I'm saying, like, this hurt me. And so now I'm trying to find balance in that. If I had just jumped into a job and, you know, kept living the way I was living at school and you know, coming to this, like, conclusion in a different way, like, I'm so glad I didn't push it, because this is an important, like, lesson I needed, you know, and so that's it. I mean, I feel like I just said that in a more complicated way, but I'm just glad that now I can, I can sit back on my day off. It's a Monday, it's beautiful, and I can just be like, today I went to yoga and then I grabbed blueberry coffee and I'm doing a podcast and now I'm gonna sit in my car and drink my freaking tea not coffee I think I said I'm gonna drink my tea and then I'm gonna go on my run and I'm gonna do a nice long run and then I'm gonna have a movie marathon for the rest of the day and that's awesome because these are like also things that fulfill me and that are important to me and work is not life at all, you know, and one day my job will, you know, be super exciting to me and fulfill me, but for now, I have to find gratitude in what's happening now, you know, um, like the journey, you know, um, it's exciting to be working towards your passion and your career, but at the same time, there's lots of values to be learned in the midst of it, so... Yeah, that's that. That's that, guys. Wow. This was fun. Um, I'm so glad that you guys got a little listen into my... How I've been feeling recently. It's been cray-cray. It's been cuckoo, but... Yeah, it's how I've been feeling. Good lesson to be learned. I'm done craving more. I'm done with that. Oh, one last thing. I'm so sorry. I totally forgot to mention this. Oh, damn it. Um... Another thing that I've also been researching, wow, I can't believe I forgot to talk about this, has been um, just ADHD and, like, what it is, you know? And I kind of did know what it was, but I haven't really looked into... It's how it's a deficiency, and I think it's dopamine, a dopamine deficiency. And so, like, it's just so funny because this is just so accurate. 
Um, and this actually started uh, because I, I looked up if there's, if there was like a correlation between binge eating and ADHD and there are so much studies on it and it makes so much sense. And this is kind of how I came to understand ADHD a little bit more, but, um, ADHD is, is like a dopamine deficiency. So you're always craving more. It's, I want more, I want more, I want more. And so when you create habits of things that, you know, you look to when your brain tells you, I need more, I need more, I need more, that was that. And that's kind of how, you know, I made that correlation between binge eating and ADHD. I just thought that was really cool and it was interesting to read up about that. But at the end of the day, you know, I didn't even realize this, but it's, you know, I used to chalk it down to just, like, not being able to get things done because of my ADHD, and, you know, I'm just always doing things because I'm not getting it done efficiently, but I also think that in my brain, I kind of like that. I love it because I'm just always doing more, always doing more, and I'm never stopping, and so that's, like, a struggle in my brain, you know what I mean, and so, you know, I'm not getting things done efficiently, but, like, low-key my brain loves that or you know I'm working towards things until it kills me and I'm fixating on it and my brain loves that because it constantly wants more and it's like how awful not like awful obviously there's obviously great things about having ADHD too and you know also it's important to research that uh because there's many many millions of strengths that come with ADHD too but it just feels really nice to kind of, like, understand ADHD a little bit more and realize how it plays into this mindset, you know? Because if, I, if I'm always craving more, then how am I ever going to feel fulfilled? Like, more isn't going to get me fulfillment, but, you know, my brain is kind of always craving that. So that's a really hard thing to kind of struggle with, and I think that I'm not alone in that struggle, and that's just been really interesting kind of researching up on ADHD and yeah okay that's that actually now serious daily this time but I'm glad I got to sneak that in and I didn't forget about it um and yeah so I hope you guys enjoyed and wow this was great I only had to do one take and I'm gonna go on a little run I'm first gonna text Casey though Casey I don't know if you you still listen to these, but if you do, I'm texting you about the blueberry coffee because it's wonderful. All right. (laughs) Bye, guys.